Hi there, I'm Lane and this is Property Explained. These are my words and now I'm going to read them to you. Episode 22. Can I buy an investment property in New Zealand if I live overseas? In 2018, the then newly elected Labour government introduced a foreign buyer ban. And while that sounds tough and makes for good headlines, the legislation didn't have as much teeth as it may initially seem. Non-New Zealanders can still buy property in New Zealand, but there are restrictions on what you can buy depending on the country in which you hold citizenship and residency. So in this article, I'll break down who can buy an investment property in New Zealand and what sort of properties you can buy. So first thing to establish is there are three categories of property buyers. And so if you want to buy property in New Zealand, you'll have to figure out which one of these categories you fall into. So really quickly, category one, there are people who don't need consent and can freely buy any residential property in New Zealand. Category number two are people who do need to apply for approval from the Overseas Investment Office. And number three, there are people who can buy specific properties exempt from restrictions. Now let's go through each of these categories in a little more detail. Category one, people who can freely buy property in New Zealand. And there are four groups within this one. So first up, if you're a New Zealand citizen, whether you currently live in New Zealand or not, you can purchase any sort of residential or commercial property. You'll face no restrictions through the Overseas Investment Act. Secondly, this also applies to Australian and Singaporean citizens, as long as you are not purchasing sensitive land. I'll get into this in a sec. But basically, if you fall into this category, this means you can buy any sort of investment property in New Zealand. Third, are permanent residents of New Zealand, Australia and Singapore or people who hold any other New Zealand resident visa. These prospective investors can buy residential property as long as they are considered ordinarily resident within New Zealand. And to be considered ordinarily resident, you must hold a New Zealand resident or permanent resident visa, have lived in New Zealand for at least 12 months or have been physically present in New Zealand for at least 183 days of the last 12 months. Now, even though a global pandemic is an unusual occurrence, I'll mention it here because it did just happen and who knows what will happen in the future. So some resident visa holders may find these conditions tough to meet during situations such as COVID-19. Because although you're a permanent resident in New Zealand, you may have spent the last six or so months overseas and you're unable to get into the country. So because you've spent more than half of the last 12 months offshore, you are no longer considered ordinarily resident. This means you can't freely purchase residential property and will fall into the second and third categories that I'm going to get to in a second. Fourth and finally, if your partner doesn't need consent to purchase, you don't need to seek permission either. You are free to buy with them as long as the property is considered relationship property. But if you don't meet any of the criteria I've just mentioned, you can still buy investment properties within New Zealand. There are just more restrictions on what you can buy, which brings us to our second category. And these are people who need consent to purchase property within New Zealand through the Overseas Investment Office. This applies to anyone who is a permanent resident of New Zealand, Australia or Singapore and is not ordinarily resident in New Zealand and or holds a New Zealand resident class visa but is not ordinarily resident. So if you fall into this category, your application will be approved under the one home for all policy. That means the property you buy will need to be an owner occupier and you will need to live in it for at least six of the next 12 months. That means you can only buy one property, and it can't be used as an investment until you've lived in New Zealand for 12 months, and or you've spent at least six of those 12 months physically present in the country. At that point, you will be classed as ordinarily resident, and you can convert it into an investment property. This isn't a good way to purchase your first investment property in New Zealand if you fall into this category and you have no intention of moving here. 
And that's because you won't meet the conditions of approval. And if you're caught buying a property and not meeting your consent conditions, it is likely you will be forced to sell it. However, if you want to move to New Zealand and purchase an owner-occupied home, you can apply to the Overseas Investment Office for permission. At the time of writing, this costs two grand per application and it's usually processed within 10 working days. Finally, Category 3 is people who are restricted to purchasing specific properties within New Zealand. So, if you don't meet any of the criteria mentioned from Category 1 and 2, you can still purchase New Zealand investment properties. But you can only buy properties that aren't restricted under the Act. So, you'll fall into this category if A. You are a citizen of any country other than New Zealand, Australia and Singapore. B. You are a permanent resident of New Zealand, Australia or Singapore but aren't considered ordinarily resident and you want to purchase an investment property. Or C. You hold a New Zealand work visa, student visa, work to resident visa, holiday working visa or visitor visa and you aren't able to meet the criteria for the other categories. So if this is you, your next question will likely be, okay, great, so what sort of properties can I still buy? There are two types. The first is a large multi-storey apartment development. So a developer building a large apartment block can apply for an exemption certificate, which allows them to sell up to 60% of their units to overseas buyers. To qualify, the apartment building needs to have multiple storeys and have at least 20 units. The second type of residential investment property that you can buy is a hotel unit. Again, these also need to be multi-storey, built on residential land, and have at least 20 units. The only difference here is that the hotel developer does not need an exemption certificate to sell to overseas buyers. But if you're buying a hotel unit, the foreign buyer does need to enter into a leasehold arrangement with the hotel operator, and they cannot use their hotel unit for more than 30 days a year. That stops overseas buyers purchasing a hotel unit and then choosing to live in it for a large part of the year. But there is a big restriction to this category. So if you're not a New Zealand citizen or a New Zealand resident class visa holder who is ordinarily resident in New Zealand, you will never be able to purchase land that is considered sensitive by the Overseas Investment Office. And don't worry, usually a property lawyer will pick up whether the land you're attempting to buy is considered sensitive. But that's because it's complex and it's case by case. Even if you're a Singaporean or an Australian citizen attempting to buy a regular residential investment property, you're unlikely to be looking at properties that will fall into this category anyway. And that's because the land that tends to be considered sensitive is farmland, rural, or land by a river, sea, reserve, or lake. Because these rules tend to be complex, in the article you're listening to, there is a simple flowchart that can help you understand what property types you can purchase within New Zealand. Head to the article you're listening to and check it out. So to answer the original question, can I buy a New Zealand investment property if I live overseas? Yes. Any foreign buyer can purchase an investment property within New Zealand, but some foreign buyers will face more restrictions than others. So if you're living overseas and you are a New Zealand, Australian or Singaporean citizen, you have more options than someone who is Estonian, for example. But no matter your visa situation, you can still buy an investment property in this country. The property you invest in just can't be covered by the Overseas Investment Act restriction. Good luck. Good luck.